Hi, this is Jack Tester, and welcome to another edition of Leadership Lounge. I am in Warrens, Wisconsin, at the deer hunting camp of uh, Frank Blau, founder of Nexstar, and I've got the pleasure of looking at another founder of Nexstar, another more elderly gentleman, Tom Kelly. How you doing, Tom? Good, good, Jack. Good. Couldn't so, be better. So, Tom, you uh, you were one of the original sixteen here at Nexstar. You own Drux Plumbing and Heating in Menasha, Wisconsin. Is that right? That's correct. Awesome. That's good. And uh, just listen, so people get to know you here, Tom. You are a, absolutely a fixture at Nexstar events. Um, you always attend the events, and you always mingle after the events, usually in a watering hole. Some of our best work is done at that watering hole. <laughs> right. Well, you've witnessed it all. <laughs> tell you that. But tell us about uh, uh, how you got in the industry. Let's just kind of go back and talk about your journey, uh, just kind of getting to owning drugs. Well, my grandfather was a plumber. My father was a plumber. My brother's a plumber. I have another brother that's a lawyer, but we don't talk about him very much. <laughs> um, and I was in business with my brother and my family business, and then I decided to buy uh, drugs, plumbing, and heating in Menasha. When was that? Uh, probably 30 years ago now, I suppose. I can't, I can't remember. I, I don't look back very well. I try and keep looking forward. Seems and, you remember uh, a lot of stories, though, Tom. You look back. For stories. Well, you're, I can you're like a historian in that I, area. I remember a lot of the good times, and I try and forget a lot of the bad okay, times. Okay, very good. You know? So at least so, 30 years you've owned your business. Yeah. All right, very good. And, and, go uh, ahead. And uh, we had a, um, a showroom, and uh, a do-it-yourself showroom. We had it one time and before I met Frank, and uh, uh, we were selling... We wanted to sell Whirlpool bathtubs, and there was a guy in Milwaukee that was making them. Frank Blau and Ed Blau were making these Whirlpool tubs. So I called Frank and introduced myself. I'd read, read articles on them in the plumbing mechanical. So I uh, called Frank and uh, started talking about these Whirlpool tubs. Well, naturally, we got around to talking about business. and uh, I'm 90 miles away from Frank's shop. And uh, I said to Frank, I, I said, when could I come down and see you and, and talk what, business with what, you? What year was this? Oh, God, that was in 19, probably 1990, around in there. Okay. Uh, I can't remember just exactly. It was before Nexstar or before Contractor 2000. Yeah. Well, he said, well, come down anytime. And I said, uh, I'll be there in an hour. And I walked out the back door and got into my truck and drove to Milwaukee and spent the rest of the day with them. We started buying Whirlpool tubs from them, and uh, we've been great friends ever since. And it was just a chance meeting. He was a very giving guy and spent all the time that uh, it would take. And uh, we just hit it off, and I went around the country with him as his uh, lackey. Well, let's and, stop there. Uh, this is real quick. Let's, let's kind of set the. So this was, I think, this would have been in the in the late eighties, um, about when Frank started doing some seminars. Right? Yep. And, yep. And so, um, tell us about about those early seminars that you did, because you know this this whole idea of flat rate was cutting edge at this time. It was brand new. This whole idea of of tradesmen paying attention to numbers that was Frank's message, right? To take the world's best mechanics and turn them into the world's best businessmen and women. So tell us about those early travel days. Well, t- and why you did it? Why did you, you travel? Because he's not 
you know, he's a good friend, but he's he's not easy all the time. Uh, it was trying to say the least. Um, we we had a lot of fun. We we worked hard. I I just went along as his lackey. I I set the help set the rooms up. Uh, we'd bet on how many guys in the room would get the um, the right price on on his oh. um, um, the thousand dollar question. The thousand dollar question. Yeah. And he he always kept thinking, well, we'll get twenty percent, thirty percent, forty percent. And I said, no, 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 Frank. And and we, if we got ten percent of the people that had the right answer, we were lucky. Yeah. And uh, and that's after Frank had been doing this for quite a while. And uh, we had guys after the meetings in our hotel room, um, with having more seminars till two, three in the morning, and we'd have to get on a plane to to fly home and I'm kicking people out the door. He keep Frank keeps right on talking. And I said, guys, we got a, we got a plane to catch in a couple hours. We can't, we got to get going here. And, uh, but it was really an experience and it was really a lot of fun. And, uh, it's something you can't replace. You can't, you can't yeah. replace it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. What was the, give me some of the, uh, you know, to me, it was interesting Thomas. you know, I, I guess I'm asking you to brag on yourself for a minute. Why? Why you, you're a man of the trade, father in the business, grandfather in the business. Um, so many people back in the late '80s, when they first heard this idea of flat rate, they first heard this idea of charging the right price, um, didn't adopt it right away. But yet, you talked to Frank, got down the on, went down some. Um, Why did you? Why did you? Why did it all make sense to you then? Well, when I brought it up to my father and my brother, they both said that guy in Milwaukee's nuts. He's a crook. It's this, it's that. And I said, no, there's something to it. And I just plowed ahead and did it. And uh, against my dad's wishes and my brother's wishes, and uh, it's worked. It, it, and I tried every which way to prove Frank wrong. I have not been successful once. I mean, and I could admit that. And I said, I've tried every which way. And... Uh, the message is right. It's good. It's 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 and, and it's proven. I mean, look at the industry today. You know, I oh, mean, it's, yeah. uh, if you're not flat rate, you're in the dark ages. You yeah. know, so yeah. Uh, unfortunately, my father's passed away. My brother's still in business, I'm still charging time and material. I might add. Okay. And uh, but uh, it's been good for us. It's been good for the industry, and yeah. I'm just. I'm I'm happy that I could have had the opportunity to go along and kind of help them. You know, yeah. I mean, I was more of a lackey. Or I, there's some other names I would call it, but I can't do it here. <laughs> well, you can. <laughs> I can edit this later, but you've heard yourself as Frank's. You're yeah, a, I was his boy. Yeah, I was his piss boy. There That's you go. The, the word you're looking for. <laughs> There's other more colorful ones, but that one I think is okay. You just kind of walk around and help out. Right? But getting back to the meetings, uh, he'd put the class on and stuff, and I was always in the back and, and uh, keeping my mouth shut. It wasn't my, it was his show, and I didn't have anything to bring to the table other than uh, um, helping him. And, uh, People there would say, this won't work, that won't work, well, this guy's nuts. I could hear all this. And you, you could hear it grousing back yeah, there. And yeah, and you, you'd see people get up and leave the meeting. They right. were there looking for a silver bullet. Well, there is no silver bullet. Yeah. You know, it just takes hard work and, and perseverance and and believing in the message and the messenger. And uh, it works. 
you know, so. That's awesome. You know. That's awesome. Well, you know, Tom, I want to ask you a few questions about yourself because, uh, you know, you were, again, as a founder of Nexstar, you were there in 1992. You've been a member ever since. You know, you're uh, in not a huge market. Menasha, Wisconsin is, what, a couple hundred thousand people in, yeah. that, in that market area? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And you run a, a really clean, nice business, as for years, right? Just to, mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Um, so I'm going to jump ahead and then we will go back. But um, you're young at heart, but you're, you know, not... You're a more mature man. You you qualify for Social Security very easily. Long time ago. Long time ago, right? <laughs> but yet you're still coming to every meeting. You know, you still hang out here. You're here at Frank's place with a bunch of friends of Next Star or friends of Frank, and and we're you know sharing business. You keep a little notepad. You're always making little scribbly notes, and someone says something interesting, you know, about business. Um, why are you still doing it? I, don't, I think you you're pretty well off too. Why are you doing it still? I don't have to do it. I don't have a lot of hobbies. Uh, the business has always been my hobby. Um, I love the guys. I love the people. Uh, the people that are here, the people that I've met over the years, uh, have become my best friends. Um, right. Just, I mean, it's just a group of people that uh, I've never met the likes before. I belong to other associations in this yeah. night, but I've, I've never met such a sharing group, such a good group. Um, <coughs> Danny and I were talking on the way over Danny here. Weltman, Danny Weltman. Danny yeah. Weltman yeah. and I were talking on the way over. I pick him up at the airport and bring him over. And uh, it was interesting because I said I was thinking about it the other night, and the amount of people. Um, I, my wife and I've been married for fifty-three years, and wow. I was thinking how many in Nextar have been married a long time and come from a long history of good family people, yeah. uh, good church people, good, they give to charities. They're with the same wife for years and years and years. And I said, it's just a, a good class of people. I, I don't know how to put it any other way. I right. guess I don't know how, okay. you know. Well, no, I, I, you know, you, uh, you know, say this one, one of the things you do, um, I want to come back to why you still work because this is interesting. I want to know a day in a life at a more seasoned age. You know, let's talk about that right now. So, day in life, not not when you're here at Frank's place. You know, talking next star, but in your business, what's a day in the life look like? Oh, I come in about. They don't want me to come in at seven in the morning anymore because I talk too much and I talk to the guys and and I and I realize my short suits. I love to talk. I love people and. So I come in and I'll read the newspaper, look at the call board, see what's going on. Um, I'll break up the cardboard boxes and haul that to the recycler. If, if stuff needs put away or checked in, I do that. And I, it's just, it gives me a place to go to and a, mm-hmm. and a purpose. And, uh, I, and I love my people. I love my customers. I love my people. I love all the next star members. I might... I might talk to some next star members on the phone, this and that and the yeah. other thing, and I, it's just pretty soon the day is gone, and I've had a great day. You so you know? have someone else really running the day-to-day, yes. kind of driving mm-hmm. the business. Yes. A, a good, good management team in place, and, and you're still there, still providing kind of counsel. I want to call you the company mascot because that's not giving you credit. But well, when they run into a problem, they got to talk to the guy with the old eyes, and then 
then I get to strut my stuff. You know? <laughs> the old eyes. That's awesome. That's awesome. So that's kind of a day in the life now. So you're going to, and just uh, any, any plans to change? Or are you going to keep doing this? No, people ask me when I'm going to retire. I mean, friends. And, and I say, what for? You know, if you're doing what, what you like to do, what you're born to do, um, we're like farmers. You get up in the morning, you strap on your clothes, and you go to work. And that's just what you do. And uh, if you love what you're doing, it ain't work, you know. That's awesome. And there's problems. I mean, there's yeah. customers that got a complaint, or they got this, or something didn't come. And, uh, you know, you're, you're there to see what's going on. And if, if, if they need your help, you can give it. Yeah. You know. Well, that's so. awesome, man. That's awesome. I, yeah. I love the, the, uh, you know, kind of the, the sense of place you have in your own business, which is awesome, right? Yeah. That you're not in there meddling. You're not in there tipping over stuff. You're in there to support and help and just be a part of the team yeah, right at be, this point, you know, which yeah. is good. Mm-hmm. And then, then you still get a sense of, uh, of, you know, of relationship in the business and a, and a sense of place. Right? Well, yeah. And the beauty of this is when we go to Florida in the wintertime, we drive and we stop along the way and see other shops. My wife really doesn't like like to do that, but we do it anyway. And then we get to Florida, and I go and see guys that are running shops down there. Um, cool Today, um, Shrolls, uh, um, Steve Talbert, uh, you know, I, and then Danny and his wife come down spend Damn. a week with us, Danny yeah. Weltman. And we'll go to see shops. We were over to Greg, uh, Tilly's, yep. and... Uh, and then if we go out to Denver with one daughter out there, we stop along the way and see people in Omaha and Denver and Fort Collins. And and we have another daughter that lives out in New York. So on the way out there, I'd always stop and see Bill Raymond's. I'd always call Bill and, from his parking lot and say, what are you doing? You know, and right. he, he'd always get into, go into solution, you know, because I'd call him from his parking lot. <laughs> and T.J. Weber and, I mean, just yeah. a number of guys. And it's it's just... I just like it. That's yeah. all. Well, know. no one, I will say this, no one that I know has been to as many shops as you. Because you used to drive to super meetings. Oh, yeah. You yeah, drive to sure. California. If you had a meeting yeah. in California, you drive. Drove to Texas. Not that you're afraid you of know. flying. I think no, you just like to drive. I just like to drive. And I, and I can see more people and stop. I right. love to fly. You yeah. Know. Well, you'd stop and, along the way. I'm just going to stop here, Jack, and I'm going to stop there. And uh, warning, if you're in the route in, in between where Tom's going, Ironically, he always shows up about eleven twenty in the, <laughs> in the morning, right about lunchtime. So he'll, you know, he'll do a little tour. He'll ask you some questions. He'll get a little notepad out. He'll make some notes. I say, "Oh, any place around here? Maybe we could grab a bite." And then uh, I will say this though: his his right arm isn't short, so he will he will buy too. I've always offered to buy, and I haven't bought very many, I can tell you that. Right. And uh, it's just a, a great way to do something, I, I think. I enjoy it. I like it. I've never been turned away from a shop. I've never had anybody tell me they're too busy, that they can't see me or spend some time with me. Uh, I've had people say, their their secretary, their people in their office, that, that the person isn't here right now, but they're going to get them on the phone, and they'll say, oh, wait right there, I'm, I'm coming right back. You know, I mean, people drop everything and come and see you, which I think is just phenomenal. I, I, never in any other organization have I seen anything like that. Yeah. The the, the amount of love that goes on, and, and that's kind of a um, weird saying, but uh, there's a real weird. love between the members. You it's know. not weird. It's you know. good. 
Well, Tom, you know, um, you have earned that response because everybody loves Tom Kelly. Everybody I know in Nexstar. If uh, I go to an event and they ask me how Tom's doing, and uh, so you've, you've created a lot of good relationships over the years. And uh, you've done it because you've always been president of meetings. And I'm going to say it, Tom, you've always been in the bar. Well, you know, doing good work. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, somebody's got to pay the price, you know. <laughs> Tom knows exactly what happens in our meetings. He always shows up. He always stays to the, for the opening and closing bell. And if something occurs late at night, he, you're aware of it too. That's right, right. You know, that's right. You know. you know, if this was a different kind of podcast, we'd be sharing some of those stories because I've heard a lot already this weekend here. Well, when we first started Next Star. There was a lot of hard work done, and, and it, was, it was fun. It was interesting. It was a lot of hard work, and I didn't do much. There were a lot of other people did a lot more than me, that's for sure. And we always had time to laugh and giggle afterwards, you know, and I think that was part of the journey, and I, it was the fun part, you know. Yeah. So, Well, Tom, you are a good example because you've always run a really clean, nice business. And uh, you never took yourself too serious, and uh, you always found time to have fun. Well, you got to laugh. Yeah, you know, that's, and it's good, clean fun. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. there'd be a few you know, beers. That's yeah. for sure. Maybe a few more. Yeah, yeah, maybe a few more than that even. But good, nothing. I never heard. You should see what Tom was doing last night. Well, no, 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 no. I never heard that. <laughs> no, I always heard Tom would be there. You know. Listening to people and taking notes. and I was always there bright and early in the morning. Too. You were, too. You always made the opening bell. Always did. Always did. I'll tell one interesting story, if Please I can, do. Jack. Okay. Is, is when we first started, we had a meeting in a hotel out in New Jersey. I don't even know if you were there at that one, the first okay. kind of uh, organizational kind of a, meeting. Yeah. And you never heard. There were all a bunch of people that, that from around the country that nobody knew one another. They all knew Frank or they knew George Bazil. And we hired a facilitator. She was a college professor, and she was going to run the meeting and facilitate it because this is, this we didn't know one another. How, kind of how you're going to start this organization yes. and, and kind of what, yes. what it would do and what its name was and all that yes. stuff, right? So, okay. But there were all these different – we had all chiefs and no Indians. I mean, everybody was a chief and a boss, you know. Right. And there was swearing at the meeting. There was fighting among the back and forth across the tables and everything else. We paid this woman $4,000. And uh, after the first day, she said, this isn't going to work. She says, I'm not coming back. I'm going to give you half your money back. So she gave us $2,000 back and quit. That's a lot of money back in 1992. That was a lot of money. And now we're on the hot seat. And the second day, it all came together. And I don't know how or why or, or what, but it all came together and it went from there. You know, and I mean, she was ready to throw in the towel, as well as a lot of other people in the industry that said it isn't going to work. And I can list your whole name, a bunch of names, but I won't. And uh, <laughs> But it worked. And here we are today, way beyond. I, I always figured we'd have 35, 40 members. We'd... We'd meet every few months at a different shop. Yep. We'd go golfing or we'd uh, go for walks. We'd have dinner out. Go and then we. Yeah, well, you know, I didn't, some, I didn't golf and that okay. kind of stuff. Got it. And, and then we'd have dinner and a few drinks, and then we'd all go home. And so this organization is, has grown 
way beyond my wildest imagination. And yeah. and um, Jack, uh, you've done a fantastic job, and then you were off for a few years, and Greg did a yeah. super job, sure and then did. you came back, and it's just continued to go forward. And I couldn't I couldn't be more proud uh, of the stuff that you've done and Greg has done before you. Yeah. Uh, in the interim. Yeah. And I want to bring up one other name, Marla. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, if Marla ever hears this, what color hair do you have now? <laughs> she changed her hair color a lot. She changed her hair color yeah. about every week. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I've had the same haircut since fifth, age 15, and hers changes by a quarter. She's, always look great, though. Oh, she's always oh, a sweetheart. Stylish, you know. yeah, very good. So I've met and gotten to know an awful lot of people, and uh, I couldn't be more proud. You know. Well, thank you, Tom. So. Thank you for those kind words, and and you know, the, 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 I'll say that uh, that the organization that you conceived with Frank and others, and and uh, I know you said you're just there carrying Frank's bag, but you know, you were always a great influence in these meetings because there were, there was in the early days of this organization. I'll say that you know, um, a lot of hotheads, a lot of strong opinions. Um, you know, I think you know this organization was started by a bunch of dissidents. Yep. And, and they were, just by their very nature, mm-hmm. rebels. Mm-hmm. And so you get 15, 20 rebels in a room, you know, that's like a, it's just, it's, it's, it's kind of unworkable. And I say that's what they're like, but you weren't. So you were stable. You were there to, to well, here's what he really means, you know, kind of coming behind the uh, the bluster. Well, you kind of, you got to kind of stay out of the fray and work the edges. Uh, probably the way I could put it. But I would like to say one thing. One of the best things, and I've told Brad this too, I called him. And Brad told Martin. Him, Brad Martin. Yeah. One of the best things was when Brad Martin became our president. Yes. He brought some stability and some just Didn't he though? down-home calmness to the whole to the whole deal. And I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Well, you are so right. For those who don't know, you know, with a bunch of dissidents, the second chairman we had at Nexstar was Brad Martin, and he was uh, thoughtful, yeah, uh, polite, laid-back Texan, professional, you know, but very smart. Just what we needed at the time. Yep, just exactly what we needed. Just to to offset all the Mm -hmm. salt and pepper we had everywhere else, right? Or Tabasco, I should say. Well, and you were in the middle of it. I was. I was. And he saved my life. I can tell you that right now. Without Brad, I'd I'd have more more and deeper personal problems than I already do. We probably would have planted you. You know, but here's the thing, you know, about a great organization, and Nexstar is, is because it had, it was founded on the, the right principles. You know, the, the, yes. the message we wanted was exactly right at the, in the right industry at the right time. You know, Frank's message um, that we started to take to life was the right message. So strategically, we were perfect, you know, and then people cared about it and, uh, so, you know, sacrificed. Um, you know, Frank, people don't know this, but when he started this organization, Frank never made a penny. No, he, he didn't no. do it. He didn't do it for himself. No, he did it for mm-hmm. the industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this was not about someone trying to get rich. It was about just trying to help an industry become professional and grow their businesses. And as a result, hundreds of people have gotten rich. Yep, thousands of people. Yep, you know, technicians have a much better life. And it all came out of uh, these foundational meetings that, that you had with Frank and others. 
that were fighting tumultuous, this will never work. Yep. But mm-hmm. enough of you felt strong mm-hmm. enough that it was going to work, and you persevered. And uh, what's come from it, because of, I'm going to say it, Tom, because of you and Frank and people like you is amazing. So I hope you feel great about that. Well, yeah. Um, when we set it up, it wasn't set up so people could take money out of it founders, um, stockholders, whatever you want to say. It was set up so that we plowed any profits or anything else back into the business for the education, which I think was was unheard of. Um, Yeah. So that's now the things that I see that we're doing is is unbelievable. We're way ahead of the curve. We're way ahead of the game. We're way ahead of any other organization. And it's it's we've made a lot of people successful. Right, uh, the organization has, and I, I mean that's that's all the thanks you need, really, in my opinion. That's I awesome. Don't, you don't need nothing else. I, well, you've you've you're right, and that's still how Next Stars run today. Yeah. That it all goes back into programming and helping, and and then the benefit comes through your own business, like it has through yeah. drugs. Yeah. Through drugs. I mean, it, it it benefits me too. Yeah. You know so. Frank always says his father said you had to give back, you had to do this, and his mother. And my father said the same thing, that you got to give back. You served on the apprenticeship committees. You were on different right. associates. you got to give back. And yeah. if you don't give back, well, then there's nothing there for anybody else. Right. You know? So it, it's been a great trip, a great ride. Uh, I've had more. I've gained way more than I've ever given, that's for sure. I don't know you about know? that. So it's – we had uh, – some trying times, yeah. But even through the trying times, we still managed to persevere and get it done, and then have a few laughs along the way. Yeah, you know, and well, way more than probably we should have had. <laughs> well, Tom, you were never cheated in the fun department. No. Tom, I'll say that right now. And you've been a great example. So thank you so much for what you did well, in this organization, and thank you for sharing. It. A few of the uh, the early uh, remembrances of this organization, some of the change in the industry. I'll say this, you know, that, that all the things that we take for granted now, when, we're, when you're the first adopter like you were, it took a lot of faith. It took a lot of faith to listen to Frank and listen not to listen to your father and not to listen to your brother and every other industry person virtually at that same time and to have the vision, um, the, the, I'll say the courage, to make these changes in your business that today seem, well, of course we do this. You know, mm-hmm. all the things we're doing today are normal, but these were absolutely, um, we were called, this organization, we're called heretics. Yeah. You know, we were the, yeah. we were the mm-hmm. you know, crooks, we were mm-hmm. evil, we were evil. trying yeah. to make too much money and mm-hmm. ripping off the public and yep. all this other stuff. I mean, hurled at it. It would have been so easy just to retreat back to what your dad was telling you to do. To the comfort level. Yeah, right back. Know. And you didn't mm-hmm. do it. No. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't do it. And, no. uh, Thank you for that. Well, thank you. And uh, so we sure appreciate you. For folks listening here, if you come to a Next Star event or if you ever want to go in Menasha, Wisconsin, it accompanies Drux Plumbing and Heating. Just as a as maybe as as payback to Tom, I'd encourage you to show up at his place about eleven twenty <laughs> in the morning and take you around. I can promise you, if he's in town, he'll say hi. He'll give you a tour of an awesome business that he has. I'll you buy know, lunch, and you'll buy lunch too, <laughs> and dinner, and dinner, and there'll be a drink or two at dinner. That's right, for sure. So he's a great man, and I sure appreciate you spending some time with us. Well, thank you very much, Jack. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to this another very special episode here at Leadership Lounge. This is Jack Tester 
in Warren's, Wisconsin at Frank Blau's Deer Ranch with dear friend Tom Kelly, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks so much. 